0: From the Ohio News Network. This is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Columbus, teachers for the state's largest school district are on strike as of midnight. ONN's Tino Ramos has more. 94% of their members said no to that contract offer. This comes only two days from the start of school. The Columbus Education Association says they'll continue to deal with sticking points in the contract that deal with class size, class conditions such as heating and cooling in the building and curriculum, leaving students to have to learn virtually if no agreement is reached by Wednesday. No new talks are scheduled. In downtown Columbus, Tino Ramos. The new school year for Columbus City Schools is set to start this week. ONN's Kiana Deiches explains how the district plans to handle the start of classes with teachers on the picket lines. If the teacher strike lasts until the 24th, the first day of school for Columbus City Schools will look much like it did during the height of the pandemic. CCS has been preparing for a remote start to the school year. The district administration will send parents information to begin the remote learning program before the first day of school. Full-time substitutes will teach remote learning, and sports and extracurricular activities will be canceled or rescheduled. I'm Kiana Deitches. Two brothers, both in their 50s, were shot and killed by police officers Saturday morning after a nine-hour standoff near Howard, which is about 10 miles east of Mount Vernon. ONN's Bryant-Somerville has more. The Knox County Sheriff's Office says Randy Wilhelm and his brother, Bradley Wilhelm, were fatally shot by law enforcement officers after firing shots at officers. A bondsman was trying to arrest Randy Wilhelm, who failed to appear in court. The Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is still investigating this shooting. In Columbus, Bryant, Somerville. A man injured last month at a Timken steel plant in Canton died over the weekend. ONN's Homa Bash in Cleveland reports. 34-year-old Joseph Farrell from Alliance was the father of three young boys and he's been in critical condition at Cleveland Metro Health Medical Center's burn unit since July 26. He and two other people were hurt when a furnace exploded. Timkin Steele offered a statement, our deepest sympathies go out to his family, friends, and co-workers. We are continuing to investigate the cause of this incident. Reporting in Cleveland. Wendy's has removed lettuce from sandwiches sold in Ohio, Michigan, and Pennsylvania after several customers reported becoming sick. ONN's Eric Brown has the story. The CDC is investigating if Wendy's romaine lettuce is the source of an E. coli outbreak that affected at least 37 people. Officials with the Dublin-based company are cooperating with the investigation and say the lettuce used in his salads is different and not affected by its decision to pull the lettuce from sandwiches. CDC also confirmed it is not recommending that people avoid Wendy's or romaine lettuce. The agency adds there is no evidence that romaine sold in grocery stores is linked to the E. coli outbreak. Eric Brown, ONN News. In Ohio, the CDC is reporting 123 cases of monkeypox. ONN's Brittany Bailey has more about vaccines and whether or not children are at risk. More than 1 million monkeypox vaccines are ready for order. Plus, the Biden administration plans to get 5 million more doses. This all comes as the U.S. is playing catch-up with demand for the shot. Officials say you shouldn't worry about your child, but New York has reported its first case in a minor. Last month, the CDC reported two children had the virus. I'm Brittany Bailey. The FDA recently gave Novavax's COVID-19 vaccine emergency use authorization for use in teens. It was authorized for adults in July. It's now available as a two-dose vaccine for children ages 12 to 17. The Novavax vaccine is the fourth coronavirus vaccine available in the U.S. The new superintendent of the Ohio State Highway Patrol took charge 10 days ago. ONN's Tracy Townsend explains how he faces a challenge right out of the gate. Lieutenant Colonel Charles Jones talked about the changes he now faces. Uh, in the Highway Patrol, our manpower, we're down about 200 troopers, and we need troopers all over the state. The state is broken up into to nine districts. The manpower with respect to that is, is down, so we need troopers Across the the whole state, Uh, our recruitment commander um, uh, is diligently working on some strategies. I'm Tracy Townsend. Walmart, the nation's largest employer, is expanding its abortion coverage for employees following the Supreme Court ruling that scrapped a nationwide right to abortion. ONN's Angela Ann has more. In a memo sent to employees on Friday, the company said its health care plans will now cover abortion, quote, when there is a health risk to the mother, rape or incest, ectopic pregnancy, miscarriage or lack of fetal viability. The company's benefits plan previously covered abortion only in cases when the health of the mother would be in danger, the fetus could not survive, the birthing process or death would be imminent after birth. Walmart's new policy will also offer travel support to access services not available within 100 miles of their locations. Angela Ann, ONN News. In less than 10 days, the most recent moratorium on student debt is to expire. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona recently spoke about whether or not students could expect another temporary extension or if a permanent fix was coming. From day one, we've been really focused on making sure we're protecting our students and our borrowers. We know uh, August 31st is a date that uh, many people are waiting to hear something from. American people will, will hear uh, within the next week or so. Cardona went on to say that they recognize this is an important issue across the country, and they will address Americans directly about a decision. And Ohio's largest-ever economic development project is coming with a big employment challenge. ONN's Dave James reports. Intel announced earlier this year a $20 billion semiconductor manufacturing operation in New Albany, just northeast of Columbus. The company says about 7,000 construction workers will be needed to build the two factories. Those jobs must be filled, even though several other big central Ohio construction projects are already employing thousands. And it comes during a national shortage of construction workers. Intel says finding workers won't be without its challenges, but is confident there's enough demand that the jobs will be filled. Dave James, Owen in News. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.